0: Welcome to Date Card Pod.
1: I'm Jenna. And I'm Danica. And we have uh, a cold open planned, but I have to say that I'm noticing this for the first time. That whenever Jenna says, hey y'all, welcome to Date Card Pod, she like breathes in really deep and she does this face. She like sasses it up like she's like like we're being filmed it's like yes. it feels like a like a real housewives montage at the beginning where she's just like
0: what's up bitch <laughs> and it's
1: very cute
0: <laughs> and i can't believe it's taken Thank me this you. long to notice it's very good <laughs> i do it literally I like i close my eyes and i even just like completely put myself into this yeah as if somebody is watching me other than your dumb
1: yeah i mean like clearly i have not been paying attention a single day <laughs> yeah <laughs> fitting uh, on a season finale that i finally figure out your shtick
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah we're here we did it we made it to the end yeah, we're like a third yeah. of the way through
1: the bachelor shit for this year
0: <laughs> yeah no i just meant the end of this particular right, yeah. chapter of shit but you're right
1: do you want to know how i'm feeling right now
0: Have I ever told this
1: story? I don't know if I've ever told this story on the podcast before, but when Andrew and I were getting engaged, there was one day where we got really high. And, like, Andrew and I do not smoke weed, and we rarely do, Mm -hmm. like, edibles or anything, because, like, it makes our anxiety worse, and nobody needs that. I mean, like, please do not come at me with your, you know, special CBD tinctures or what. Like, I don't need it. It's just not for me. Good for you, not for (laughs) me. Um, But, like... There was we were sitting there and we were just making like stupid videos or whatever. And in the background of one of the videos, Andrew says, If you were tired, how tired would you say you've ever been? (laughs) And that is the mood that I am in right now. I am so exhausted (laughs) from this franchise. I nothing I say makes any sense. Just like how tired would you say you've ever been? and it's like the dumbest question
0: I honestly love that question though too that's so that's like Andrew in a nutshell like if y'all get to meet him ever he is so funny in that way like he just like thinks of things in a different way Mm -hmm. and for him to ask that while you guys are just like trashed on edibles (laughs) before he
1: proposes to i know <laughs> the net. like it was funny because the next day was the day that he proposed and i was like oh do you want to do edibles again and then he was like oh shit fuck like i have to propose before
0: danica gets high again <laughs> like, and tells me that today is the tired most tired i know ever- <laughs> yeah literally like <laughs> of your shit this is how
1: you force your fiance into a proposal you just threaten to do edibles again
0: yeah listen to this like okay. okay hello Hello. Here we go. Um. Here we go. No, that's so funny. And yeah, today I was so tired. I walked in. I told my boss yesterday as I was leaving, I was like, "Yeah, I have to watch three hours of the show." And he was like, "Oh, oof." Mm-hmm. And then I walk in. The first thing he says to me today is like, "Yeah, you made it through those three hours, didn't you?" I'm like, "Dude, I'm so tired." Mm-hmm. He's like, "Yeah." And uh, and I was, and he's like, "Well, did she do what she was supposed to do?" And I said, "Yeah, she did. She picked somebody, but." I don't really like him, and then he's like, "Oh, well, doesn't that mean that the guy you like will become the next bachelor?" And I said, "Honey, Craig, Craig, you do not, uh, sir." <laughs> it's it's sir. bold of
1: you to assume that the show would ever do the right thing. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I was like, it brought me right back to like Mike Johnson of it all, and I was like, "Oh, give me your child and leave me alone." <laughs> anyway, so yeah, we're 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 in a great headspace, you know. I'll tell you what. I'm in a way better headspace than I was yesterday, or last week. I was so pissed off. Why? But now I feel like, I. Feel, well, yeah, <laughs> of it all, all the stuff. But now I feel just, like, rejuvenated, you know? We got, we got, like, a, a release last night. It's over. It's over. Like,
1: <laughs> I think I speak for both of us when it is not the end we expected, not the end mm-hmm. we wanted, and I think <laughs> we are... And a good enough headspace with the franchise to be like, okay, next, <laughs> like, moving on. There's hope in the future. I hope you're happy. <laughs> good for you, not yeah. for me has sort of become, uh, <laughs> like, we're not here to yuck anyone else's yum, but
0: last night was uh, funny. <laughs> I think that's going to be a new quote that we're going to find. Not- uh, what was it? Not for me. Not for me. Good for you. Good for you. Okay, I love this. I love this for us. Um, so, yeah, we have to get into it, don't we? Fuck. Yeah, we have to get through three hours of content in, like, <laughs> ten minutes. <laughs> ten minutes. Let's do it. So, yes, much like the idiots on Gilligan's Island, we had a three-hour tour last night. And so we're, we're doing it. Um, we get, like, a sensationalized recap of the last couple breakups, which was, I thought, kind of strange way to open the show. And they include Michael's breakup with her. And I kind of was like, oh is he going to come back? Mm-hmm. Like, why would they show that? That was like two episodes ago. Right. It was very strange. It to looked me. like one of those like,
1: sp- like sparkling, like montages, like remember this lovely man <laughs> kind of things.
0: <laughs> yeah. was like,
1: and I was like, oh shit. Like one of those like actors, like in memoriam things that they do mm-hmm. at the Emmys or whatever, mm-hmm. where it's just like, remember all these like brave soldiers that died this year or something. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I mean, fucking truly, I feel like really the last couple of weeks of this season have just been, like, every man dropping mm-hmm. until we have one left, and we'll get into that. Um, So, yeah, then we get, like, we get a little snapshot of the worst parts of the Greg breakup, and it sucked.
1: <laughs> oh, did we forget that, that, that the Greg breakup was not good? <laughs> Uh, apparently some people are just not upset about the Greg breakup at all. Um, it's weird to see, like, Team Katie and Team Greg still being a thing when it's just like... I mean, I guess I don't even really have a take here. I'm just like, what are you guys doing?
0: <laughs> this mm-hmm. is just bad. It's true. Just bad. Um, so we are in the, the room. Probably the same room they were in for the Men Tell All. Yeah. <laughs> They like probably filmed it the same day, mm-hmm. with like. <laughs> they just switched outfits. Oh
1: my god! Probably, like honestly though, <laughs> um, they're with Tasha, Caitlin, and Katie mm-hmm. at the very beginning. Mm-hmm. And on the couch, Katie says, I regretted, you know, not responding differently, like to Greg. And I kept replaying in my head, you know, what did I do that was so massive? Um, In that moment, I completely blamed myself. I'm trying everything I can to make him stay. I am literally on my fucking knees begging this man to stay. And he's telling me it's not good enough, which is like, Mm. hello, someone read the definition of gaslighting yesterday. (laughs) Um, Good for you. Um, And she said, I never really saw that side of Greg. I was really caught off guard. And then she kind of explains, like, what headspace she was in and, like, why she wanted to go home. And she was just saying, like, that Greg made her question herself and her worth. Um, Mm. So she didn't really understand what her next steps were going to be or how she could handle them. And there was, like, anger, sadness, which we will see unfold more a little Mm. bit later. Um, And... She just, like, reflects on kind of watching back what had happened, and she was like, it's disappointing to see the way I was spoken to when I'm trying to understand and communicate and save our relationship. Um, To watch him talk down to me and twice walk away from me, that's not a man. And to that I say, that's a man. (laughs) But it's not great behavior. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that isn't that isn't fact. up um, that's a yeah, man that a, uh, that's a man i get what you're trying to say though and i fully like backed but that's a man just to be clear and i want to
0: and i want to like moment real quick here like she says all this very i'm putting in air quotes calmly and concise so i mean it's later on we'll get that people will drag her for like how emotional she gets later but i'm like she laid it out for y'all very clearly in the beginning so that you would hear what she is saying <laughs> she laid it out perfectly she talks about how wait he talked to her at her, made her yeah do about her little things about how he walked away from her and all these things so I mean yeah. she like <laughs> outlined
1: her essay very well she did yeah. the intro correctly she wanted you to know <laughs> what she was gonna talk about and like also like I don't want to jump too far ahead but when she does end up talking to Greg later which they tease like eight times throughout the episode hmm like Yeah, you get emotional when you're talking to the person Mm -hmm. that you're mad at. You can have so many, like, oh, this is what I plan to say, conversations in the mirror with yourself. Mm -hmm. Like, I've had so many good conversations with myself in the mirror. And then the second I get into a situation that makes me uncomfortable, I'm rude and salty. And, like, not saying that Katie was even any of those things, but conversations Mm -hmm. don't always go the way that you plan them. And also, like, Greg's gonna be fine. He's not... (laughs) A wounded grippo or
0: whatever the F <laughs> animal we're going to compare He's, him to. <laughs> He's going to be fucking fine. So, yeah, now we cut back to the show. She's at New Mexico and we, sh- we see her laying in bed depressed. Girl, same. Same.
1: That's how I woke up this morning, um, too. Actually, most mornings, <laughs> I think.
0: <laughs> and then she decides that she wants to stay at Hell Ranch and get laid. Huh. Don't blame Might her. Might as well. Might as well. Um, so she greets Blake in a, I don't know, <laughs> like, a like a cotton football dress. Yeah.
1: <laughs> it looks like, it's like, um, that's a color that only ants can wear, you know? <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I re- she got that from her aunt, yeah. Lindsay. Yeah. Um, it has girl boss, girl boss shoulder pads for days. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm very confused by it because they also take it off immediately to put on regular clothes to play paintball. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, like kind of paintball. Yeah. See, like both of us were screaming, "Like this
1: is ten things I hate about you," and then we were both like, yeah. "Why is it the cheap version though? Like I want real paint. <laughs> I want hay. I want romance. I want guns." <laughs> <laughs> there weren't actually guns there now that I'm remembering it, but for some reason when I yeah, thought they, about it there were guns.
0: Yeah, there's always guns. Um it's America. Yeah. So um yeah, so they, they play the paintball and then they sit in a hot tub in the middle of the day. What
1: temperature? Like what time of year is this? I feel like New Mexico has to be like a thousand degrees. Why are they in a hot tub in the middle of the day? How are they drinking champagne in a hot tub in the middle of the day? Don't they get tired? (laughs) Like, those are two (laughs) sleepy time
0: activities.
1: (laughs) That would make me pass out immediately.
0: Uh, (laughs) um, And so then they also have some discussions, uh, mostly about how Katie feels about Greg and Michael leaving her ass. Um, And this is where it gets
1: kind of... I mean, I guess that's not weird. I think I was talking to you guys last night where I was like, I appreciate her candor. hmm And I also said that I feel like I, like, I respond to things in a similar way that Katie does. Like, I just want to, like, get it all out there, I guess, which is maybe, like, mm-hmm. a character flaw <laughs> for me. But, like, I'd rather, I guess, be, like, blunt and, like, honest about things. And then we can talk mm-hmm. about, like, feelings. But, like... I mean, would he rather just, like, have not known that she was feeling away about, like, t- certain guys leaving? So, basically, she's like, there's a part of me that wanted to quit, um, and I wanted to let you know everything has been happening this week was just kind of huge, um, and it shifted a lot of things. And then Blake is, of course, like, listening super attentively with this, like, face that I, I can't even really describe it. He looked like he was, like, about to spit, almost. Like, it was a very sour face. And he so his thoughtful response is that's a lot and then they make out. And like, God damn it, do I love a good listener?
0: <laughs> I love it. I feel like he finger blasted her in the hot tub after that. Yeah. Uh, I Just had to. Had to. Um Once he's like <laughs> once he's, you know, like
1: in his like ITM or whatever, Blake is like, um, that really caught me off guard. I think I probably underestimated the amount she cared for or thought about him. Um, him being Greg, I think. Um, uh, this is the first time where I was completely off as to where I thought her head was at. Um, which he thinks is, like, worrisome because he loves Katie a lot. Did I do a good impression?
0: It was perfect. <laughs> Thank right.
1: you. Um, oh and if God. she can't, like, match that like feeling that he has um there's no point in getting engaged and this is where somehow Blake starts spiraling about the purpose of the show even though he has gone on 3 times or has really? been on 3 times and mm-hmm. um yeah just seems to have recently come into the realization that he might win and that there are consequences good or bad for not leaving <laughs> Hey, and I don't, I don't
0: blame him, mm-hmm. buddy. No one thought you would win. No, you know, and he probably didn't think he'd win. I didn't think he's gonna win. So, I mean, yeah, like he's like, you know, I'm just gonna go as far as I can, and then maybe become the bachelor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, so I, I understand his uh concern. Like, Katie wasn't even gonna let him on at
1: all. <laughs> yeah, she was like, eh, I got plenty of guys here, actually.
0: And <laughs> good, then it was good. sort of like,
1: yeah, he got. Led on because someone else was a worse person than him.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, And he was like, and he promised her, if we go to the end, I will propose to you. That was a good impression, too. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm like, sir. hmm." But anyway, um, so they go to dinner and they confess their fucking love to each other. Yeah. Okay. And then I weep but for the wrong reasons. Why are you weeping? <laughs> <laughs> Cuz this is not how I planned this. Yeah. This is not the plan. I've not No. Um I just, you know, I've had complicated feelings about him and I just was like I just everyone kept telling me, "Oh, they're just there's the right energy together. They're so good together. They have sexual chemistry blah blah." blah. Or you know, and I was just like I was just I was over that basic Excuse, you know, like that doesn't make him an interesting or good man. But in the end, I think it's like one of those things where,
1: like, um, I mean, like, again, good for them. That is not who I would have Mm -hmm. chosen for myself, but that's not really what Mm -hmm. the show is, I suppose, for some reason. No one gives a (laughs) fuck what I think. Um, but I think it's one of those things where, like, oh my god, they have sexual chemistry, they must belong together. Like, dude. Have you been, out? like, have you been outside? The answer is no. We've all been in COVID lockdown for a year and a half. So, like, yeah. when you meet someone that you have sexual chemistry with, you're st- supposed to just end up with them forever? No. That's a weird thought process. And, like, I mean, truly, I, we got, like, a, a weirdly edited season. Um, so, like... I would have loved to see, you know, them actually, like, getting along and, like, goofing off and doing things more than just, you know, like, this man is obviously horny and she's Mm going to end up with Greg. Because that's kind of the edit that we had gotten the whole time. (laughs) So oh yeah he he also reveals the moment that he fell in love with katie which was it made me laugh he was like during their hometown hockey game date right after katie scored a point threw her hands in the air and yelled go america that's when he fell in love with her and i was like you guys are weird (laughs) (laughs) weird. (laughs) who shouts go america in 2021
0: you know what it's reminding me of, and maybe this is a harsh uh, comparison, but it's reminding me of Barnett and, um, the Amber from Love Is Blind. Oh, you know what? I just, I just watched that reunion like two weeks ago or something. I haven't watched it yet. Mm. but I heard it's pretty wild. Um, it's, it's fun. I don't know. I'm just feeling this because they're just like this this couple who are just like too much, too extra, and sexual and weird and like. Yeah, oh God, this is. But I get. But I guess it actually makes sense. Yeah. Fuck me. I mean, fuck me. <laughs> I didn't even really realize. Apparently, they belong <laughs> together because they both like four wheeling. That that is a strong connection. You share strong. a hobby. <laughs> Stronger than the connections I've had for the last couple of years. Well, so who the fuck am I to say? Yeah. We're ju- <laughs> we're just
1: flies on the wall here to judge without contributing anything else productive. So.
0: Yep, and that's the name of our podcast. Um,
1: They fuck using syrup as lube. That's great. Actually, that makes me sick. I think I said this in the group chat today where I was like, actually, the idea of maple syrup being near the bed and for it to be half empty the next day really set off some alarm bells. I don't like being sticky and I don't like... Like I don't want to be stuck to sheets. I don't like it. It yeah. was uh, sent me through like sensory processing hell for a little bit. The more I considered <laughs> it, so I've simply <laughs> left it away from my like thinking. Well, sorry to bring oh, it up. <laughs> it's okay. Like just syrup in New Mexico around bedding. Like that is that doing anything for anyone? Because it, it's really hell for me. <laughs>
0: With his beard, like oh. there's too much hair involved no, no, no. for this. I can't. Like it's in his beard. It smell His beard probably smells like syrup, and oh. that's not.
1: Mm-mm. Um, my God, not for me,
0: not for me. Um. So they wake up the next morning, and he's like,
1: "It still mm-hmm. feels like we're in a dream." She made me feel like I was the only person here, and then it's like <laughs> record scratch. You are not the only person here. <laughs> <laughs> Somehow. <laughs>
0: Somehow. Yeah, because the next day when, like, she's dishing with Caitlin about how all the freaky shit they did with syrup, mm-hmm. she totally pulls a Kate McAllister moment and she's just like, oh, Justin! And then, like, the, I still have somebody the theme
1: from The Nutcracker plays and she's just, like, running to go break up with someone really quick before she realizes <laughs> she broke her own rule. <laughs> Oopsies.
0: <laughs> um, yeah, you were mentioning about that the earlier, the concept of, like, She she said, "I love you to to Blake," thus breaking her own rule.
1: Shut the fuck up!
0: Like (laughs) that's dumb. I was reading. Yeah, I was reading an article
1: where like someone was just like, "I don't uh, forgive me." Greg apologists. Uh, (laughs) Like I think I gave as nuanced of a take as I could about him last week. Now I I don't care. I'm apathetic about him. Um, But I mean, like. Yeah, I mean, I think for her, she was trying to decide probably between Blake and Greg and Greg left. So, so she said I love you say, to, like, don't make the same fucking mistake twice, apparently. Like, tell the guy that's here <laughs> that loves you that you love him back, apparently. Like, I mean, like... There you go. Yeah, like, literally, she's a smart She's woman, learning like. and growing, like we all ask come on now but yeah i mean like i don't think that's like i don't think that's you know like we don't know what her actual
0: fucking boundaries are anyway if she felt like saying Mm -hmm. it whatever she said it Mm -hmm. so in order to break up with justin she tries to reclaim the baby blue and she puts on a sweater (laughs) um and she breaks up with him um yeah she i appreciate
1: I think with mm-hmm. Katie, I always just, like, appreciate, like, how honest she is with people. Mm-hmm. Like, um, like I know how hard it was for you to tell me you were falling in love. Um, however, I did have my overnight with Blake, and in that, I did tell him I'm falling in love with him, and that is something I can only say to one person. Given how mm-hmm. I now feel about Blake, knowing that I'm in love with him, it wouldn't make sense to have us move forward and go on this date. Mm-hmm. That is very cut and dry. It is very non emotional. And I totally get why people like this is s- not some people's preferred communication style. I Certainly. appreciate it mm-hmm. personally because I've been in so many of those relationships where like I don't get an answer as to like why I'm getting dumped and I fixate on it forever. Like mm-hmm. sometimes years go by and I'm just like, okay, that was really unclear of what just fucking happened. This is at least, like, clear to me that it's not going to continue whether or not he gets, like, an answer about anything he did wrong. Mm -hmm. This makes it clear that this is just a choice she has made, at least. And also, like, I appreciate the, like, no bullshit. Like, I'm not going to make you go on a date with me. Like, I've
0: made up my Mm -hmm. mind. Yeah. It's really good. And... And I think he's relieved. Yeah. A little bit. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Like, obviously, like, that, I feel like a lot of the breakups on the show, like, people get emotional because that's embarrassing. Like, nobody wants to be rejected. Like, that Mm -hmm. is not an ideal situation for anyone. But I think, like, in this situation where, like, I mean, you see him, like, saying stuff in the car where he's like, I've known, I've been getting to know her for a month and I'm just really confused. And I'm like, well, it's only been a month. Like, you're lucky. (laughs) <laughs> my friend congrats yeah, like
0: you did it yeah oh. um well he was too good for her anyway so here's hoping some <laughs> hot person slides into his dm like a model or a celebrity mm-hmm. like literally please because <laughs> it has to stop being us we're not allowed
1: to message him anymore <laughs> like we've reached our cap for for <laughs> dms to just yeah i mean like he's gonna be fine i'm like secretly yeah. hoping for some reason i mean like i hope that Chelsea is gay, like, truly deep in my heart, but mm. they'd be so cute together, huh?
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, put- Yeah, and he has, like, a model element to yeah. him, and, like, yeah. Jenna,
1: put your sex Oof. toys away. There's time after.
0: <laughs>
1: after the oh. show.
0: <laughs> there was ten of them. Yeah. Um, <laughs> she, um, yeah...
1: Let's see here. Oh, so, like, they, this is, like, prime opportunity for, you know, bring Justin to the couch, see how he feels about mm-hmm. everything. Mm-hmm. It's kind of just, like, I mostly feel for Justin because of, I mean, there's a lot of reasons, right? Um, mm-hmm. One of them is for something that he says, like, out loud where he's talking to Katie and like, there's questions that I do have, especially as I'm, like, watching things back. And he's, like, crying a little bit. And he's, like, to see how things unfolded with Michael and Greg leaving, I just felt like maybe I was there by default and, and that you didn't actually, like, want me to be there. And I think that's something that we – I think viewers felt it too. Yeah. And I think that's really unfortunate. She does address it. And she says, um, like, she he was there for a reason. And they had a huge connection. And he seems relieved by that answer. I think it's sort of like a – a bullshit answer, but I think, yeah, I think like production wise, he just like was not. I mean, I mean, like, he was like the meme of the season, right? But other than that, like. I think um, one thing we could talk about with him is just, like, Greg, who ended up being, like, vilified by the end of it, has, like, 300,000 followers on Instagram or something. Mm -hmm. And Justin's still under, like, 100,000. Justin got further. Justin is a black man. It's, like, the same shit we see every season. We're, like, yeah, this black man is just kind of, like, talking about, you know, like, feeling sort of... Like, used or like feeling like he was like a placeholder or like he was right. like the jester of the season, like, <sighs> and so, like, and there's just like nothing that can really be resolved other than just like this franchise is like fucking bullshit.
0: <laughs> yeah, they're they're they recently hired a black woman, right? Yeah, to be an executive producer. Um, so that is one step. In the right direction. Because like, a lot of this is boils down to, like, the editing room and the executive producer decisions to not give him very much screen time to make him somebody who would get as much followers. I mean, Andrew S. has more followers than him. And he went home, like, three or four weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And uh, Justin made it to the end, you know. And he has such low followers, despite being liked by people. Mm-hmm. But it just goes to show there's, like, a combination of, yeah, not getting enough screen and not getting it, like emotional, like, I still don't know what his, like, trauma is, you know, like, you don't can make the connections. And then, and then also, you just add in the base level of racist Bachelor fandom Mm -hmm. that just historically, actually doesn't follow the contestants of color. Yeah. So that's already gonna just happen regardless. But then they didn't do him any other, like, you know, and it, and yeah, it feels... No, no, no. They did him justice.
1: Yeah. He got a funny face montage at the end of it after cool. like after like opening himself up and being like, "Hey, mm. so like actually this is kind of like this was kind of like shitty for me to like rewatch and like relive like feel like a default, like a placeholder." Yeah. And they're like, <laughs> "But look at your face.
0: You make funny
1: faces." Yeah. Your eyeballs are funny sometimes. And yes, he does. But... He does make really funny faces, like to be fair. And he does deserve a montage, mm-hmm. but he also didn't deserve all the edits that he got this season either. Like, yeah. if, if yeah. like, Twitter didn't work as fast, you know, this wouldn't have been mm-hmm. a thing, you know, like... Thank you. Like, yeah. and also becoming a meme is not, like, adequate, like, payment, following, or, like, justice for your time spent. Uh, you don't Mm-mm. get paid for becoming, like, a meme, like, or a reaction. Mm-mm. Uh, Mm-mm. And also, like, uh, well, well, I was going to say something else, like... Oh, regarding, like, the, you know, the new um, Black producer that they hired, mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. had read a thread about this. I'm going to see if I can find it, and, like, maybe we can talk about it in a future episode, but there was, like, um there was, like, a Black doctor that I think was talking about this kind of thing, like, last season, on Matt's season, and
0: mm-hmm. it was
1: kind of, um it was arguing sort of, like, about, you know representation and stuff and like why that's important for a lot of reasons but it also like doesn't always fix the problem and like in regards Mm -hmm. to like them hiring like um like a black producer like i'm totally you know botching this obviously which is like if i if i find the thread again i'll share it so we can uh put it on instagram but like it also like posits that like by hiring a black woman in this role that she will be able to fix a fundamentally broken system and so like if it doesn't work which it's likely not going to all of the blame for like dni falls on this like black woman for like not doing a good enough job and like i think what it's getting at is just sort of like we're not gonna fix the bachelor like the bachelor is broken And, like, Mm -hmm. every attempt to, like, try to fix it also falls on people of color a little bit. And that's not Mm -hmm. to say that we should not be, like, advocating for it to improve whatsoever. But Mm -hmm. I think, like, her point was, like, why are we trying to fix something that was broken to begin with? Like, instead of Mm just, I mean, like, that that sounds melodramatic when I say it. But, like, I think she has a point. yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And there's like what I, we don't maybe don't know the answer ultimately, mm-hmm. and we do have to keep advocating. But right. yeah, I, I mean that just, was definitely yeah. I think it's just a paradox.
1: Like I don't know that I don't know the answer, but I think that's something worth considering too. Like hiring and one, I think it's really yeah.
0: important and really important to, for all of us to to have that in our heads so that we don't make that I don't know mistakes the wrong word, but like fall into that pitfall of putting this blame or labor solely on the shoulders
1: of like one singular black woman at an organization that's incredibly racist to begin with
0: yeah and then like my worries is like will she be listened to i mean and that goes along with what you're saying but it's like okay she's she's invited to the table or whatever but now like are they gonna actually listen Mm -hmm. you know and and i just hope that she's supported i hope other people support her in that that's my my hope for that is that people in the room support her yeah and make her, her voice heard because I have my worries. Right. So. And I would also
1: hope that, like, she's a part of a culture where she feels free to, like, speak up in the first place. Because that's just mm-hmm. – that's – I can't imagine, like, the insurmountable, like, amount of pressure she must be feeling mm-hmm. in a lot of different directions. Mm-hmm. Um, And I know how alienating it can be to be, like, the one person in a room where you're, like, the only person that, like – looks like yourself um mm-hmm. and you're just amidst you know a bunch of executives and like white dudes
0: and trying to trying to make their yeah their visions happen above everything else mm-hmm. <sighs> speaking of which they keep threatening us with the greg talk and it's disgusting like every <laughs> so like threatening. every 20 minutes it's just like
1: it's um like a what what do you call those like an amber alert where it's just like just so you know we're gonna have to talk about greg just so you know.
0: <laughs> Make sure you get your wine glass filled because it's happening. It will happen. We will not it run will out of happen. time. <laughs> exactly. So I, that's, speaking of time, I, we both look at our watches and we're like, oh, what? Mm-hmm. We, have two, we have two hours left. So, somehow they fill an hour of Blake meeting her family. They go on this date. They... They're burning like an effigy of Greg. Um, and then he's waffling on proposing to her, and then he proposes. The hell happens in the next hour. Mm-hmm. But let's get to the best part. The family, Aunt Lindsay. Aunt Lindsay. Oh my god. Aunt Lindsay. Um so Aunt Lindsay,
1: if I were to describe her, uh Aunt Lindsay is nightmare fuel for me. Um <laughs> And it's funny to watch, and it's not funny to live. (laughs) Like... (laughs) (laughs) That is well said, yes, yes. Like, this is one situation where I was like, oh. Like, it's like, it's sort of like a a Seattle version of having, like, a dad who points their gun at your boyfriend when you bring them home for the first time. But she's just Mm -hmm. like, I'm meaner than you. (laughs) And it's true.
0: And it's true. So, like, Katie, Katie says to the camera, she's not very affectionate at all. She's a tough cookie. She's cold. And, and that's how she describes her to the to the producer. That's the nicest way of describing that woman. Like.
1: Oh, my oof. God. Yeah, that's, I think, the most. PC way of describing a person I've ever heard in my life. (laughs) I like truly. If someone actually described that woman like that to me, and then I met that person, I would be like, you did not use strong enough language to convey the person I was about to meet, and fuck you for making me unprepared.
0: Dare I say you gaslit me. Dare I say
1: In a, a in a so, world of global warming, this woman is a complete fucking iceberg. My God. <laughs> Jeez. Oh my so, God. like, she has a bunch of, like, really, like, choice lines, though. Like, if I met her in person and she said any of this to me, I would die on the spot. But, like, when it's said to Blake, who is someone who, once again, not to yuck anyone's yum, but, like, not for us, uh, she's saying shit like... uh, Like, Blake says he came strictly for Katie because he's, quote-unquote, the exact same way Lindsay pushes back saying, meaning you too have a vibrator. And, (laughs) like... Oh, Jenna, you put some, like, choice lines in there. Do you want to read them?
0: (laughs) Yeah, so then they go to a a side, and she has him alone, which is, like, that shouldn't have happened. Um, That
1: woman can't be alone legally with anyone. (laughs) (laughs) And
0: and then he's just sitting there, and then she's like, So, uh, what made you want to come here after you flunked out twice before? Wow. Uh And then she's, like, you know, talking about how feminism and empowerment and she – Katie doesn't need a man. And she's just, like, you know, ultimately you mean nothing, which I'm getting that tattooed. (laughs) Um, And then she says this great line about, like, you know, again, you don't – we don't need men. She's, like, you're here because we, you know, want you, not because we need you. (laughs) it was so beautiful like how do you cut a man's ego down literally the
1: universal we in that moment too like ma'am you're not a part of this at all but okay
0: (laughs) (laughs) and then probably my favorite part she talks to katie later on and she's like so what makes you want the beard oh my god
1: like literally (laughs) literally has this woman been listening Like, this is, like, all of the mean things I've wanted to say, but, like, feel a fear in my heart about Bachelor Nation, like, too afraid to say things. Like, this woman is braver than me, braver
0: than the troops. She's (laughs) vicious. And she's welcome on the podcast anytime. If you're listening, Aunt Lindsay, and I know you are.
1: Please come on. I will mute myself and I will turn my camera off when I start crying because I'm, like, a little... I'm a little too intimidated. Um, but literally, um, <laughs> I would love to have a conversation even if it's, like, ten minutes long. And then I will finally go to a therapist afterwards. <laughs> Just so I can deal
0: with it. Because... Because another thing, like, last night, it was amazing, because she's just, like, going hard on him about marriage and, like, how hard it is and how, like, it ends and, like, all these things. And he's like, well, you know, yeah, my parents went through a divorce, so I, I know a little bit about it. She's like, that doesn't fucking mean shit. <laughs> just because you fucking are a child of divorce does not mean you know anything. And you were like, ma'am, just divorce your husband yeah. <laughs> and move on. Like she w- like, I
1: feel like she's wearing, like, a wedding ring now. And I was just like, is. ma'am, just leave him. Like, if... Just leave him. It's okay. You don't have to go this hard for Kate. Like, what is going on in your life where you cannot leave your current shitty husband? <laughs> it was wild. Like, these, um, I will say the, the Thurston ladies are traumatized. <laughs> like, yeah, like something. Well, I mean... they have been treated poorly by someone and I demand to know who hurt them this badly. Were they all hurt by a Greg? all of them
0: (laughs) all of them oh boy wow yeah so after that Blake is of course a little rattled um he's like the intent coming in here was to propose and to get engaged but there's a difference between talking about it and doing it and there's just a lot that I needed to get in consideration and it's like it's so funny because he's not even like talking about our family he's just more like okay now I need to think about this (laughs) Okay, if literally though, like if he wasn't already waffling, he should have started
1: waffling. He chose the right time to start waffling. Because mm-hmm. if like if someone asked you those kinds of questions and like gave you like no reprieve whatsoever, you would die. I saw a tweet today that was like, I want to see the like bonus footage where Greg and Aunt Lindsay have a conversation because <laughs> she would rip that man in half. <laughs> and like not to say that she didn't also rip blake in half but like greg would be blown up i like i just i want to see it very like i want like so a patreon ugly. exclusive when he starts his boohoo podcast with nick Vial. i uh-uh. want them to talk to aunt Lindsay very bad you badly. cowards <laughs> like they wouldn't do it you fucking now give me th- th- this is something i would pay for I, I would yeah. I would give a white man money, but only if he gets to be torn apart by Aunt Lindsay.
0: Thank you. That's all I want. <laughs>
1: Entertain me. Um. So, oh, oh yeah. I mean, I meant to say this earlier when they're like burning this like effigy of what looks like clown Greg to me. Um, <laughs> uh, Katie said some like wheel wheeled weird shit um i think i confused weird and wild which turned into wield um in which case katie should wield a sword and that's all um (laughs) she says the uh sorry where is it uh today marks a fresh start I fear that I'm not pretty enough. I fear that I'm not good enough for Blake. I fear being alone. With that being said, I'm ready to move past these fears with you next to me. And I'm just like, N- what? <laughs> <laughs> what? I don't know that I even have like a coherent thought, but that's like something I've been thinking about for the past like 24 hours where you're like, first of all, you're not pretty enough. You're not good enough. And you're afraid of being alone, so
0: therefore... What? Blake's the one for you? Okay. Yeah. Hmm. I mean, I'm pretty sure Blake probably hasn't told her any of these things. Um, it, I imagine there's a lot of it's based off of all the men leaving. Mm-hmm.
1: Oh, I would feel so, like... Uh, yeah, I'm trying to, like, put myself in her shoes there. Like, having, like, three of your last five guys... Mm-hmm. Or, wait, two of the last five guys mm-hmm. leave? No, three. Andrew. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, Andrew was... Oh, yeah, no. Because Andrew yeah. also chose not to stay when she invited him back mm-hmm. to stay. Like, I'm sure that weighs heavily mm-hmm. on your psyche. <laughs> oh, I, I have to get out of my empathy boots because that's going to send me spiraling <laughs> into a bad place. <laughs> I feel for Katie in this moment, I guess is what I'm saying
0: um so then we get proposal day katie finally gets a nice dress yes it's a it's a beautiful long green v-neck dress that has high slits
1: mm-hmm.
0: um it's very nice they of course give her no carpet well, well i'm skipping ahead but yeah it's really it's sad it, it just gets all dirty yeah <laughs> it's totally. it's a shame because the dress is pretty it's,
1: damn it it's a beautiful dress and shame on them for you know mm-hmm. they didn't have a budget for you know travel or anything why can't you buy
0: a fucking carpet yeah, Cowards. Really clowns. Setting. So then Tasha FaceTimes Living Raisin, <laughs> also known as Neil Lane, and she says to him, listen, bitch, you're fired. I'm the captain now. <laughs> and she gets to do the rings. It's beautiful. It's the justice I've always wanted. This is the future that liberals want. Checkmate. Mm-hmm. Um, um, but also it's kind of funny because she's the last person to date. Yeah, Blake, so. I
1: can't... <laughs> Like I can't get over that at all because <laughs> like literally okay so Caitlyn got sent in to go talk to Katie through her mm-hmm. like her Greg meltdown which is totally warranted. Caitlyn mm-hmm. did great. I'm not saying Caitlyn mm-hmm. did a bad job. Why would you have why would you not switch the roles and have <laughs> Tasha, you know, comfort <laughs> Tasha would be just as great. You know, um. Yeah. And then maybe have Caitlin do the other thing. Because it's, like, it, I mean, it was amazing to watch. Like, actually, I'm yeah. glad it happened. But, like, it has got to be, there's got to be
0: weird energy in the studio that day. <laughs> <laughs> like very much i mean i think that's part of the reason he like can't fucking pick between like five ugly rings he's like i don't know what to do why, they're all so ugly. Why are they
1: all so square all the time like i feel like i saw like one circular ring and i was like get that yeah. one that's the one and they never get to pick the circle one they're just like oh no no like you can pick technically between these five but you can only have the square ring That's the ugliest. (laughs) We have to get rid of it.
0: Um, So, yeah, that was pretty funny. Um, And and the show is trying to make us think that Blake won't propose, but he totally does. And he fucking better, like I said, because that's how he got on this Mm -hmm. season. (laughs) So, sir. Um, But he, like, yeah, he's still up until the
1: point where he gets, like, dropped off to do the proposal. He's, like, still waffling back and forth. And... Um, he says, "My head just feels like scrambled eggs. I don't know if I'm going to be able to do this." And then I was like, "A very funny joke I'm going to tell on the podcast is: Last night I was tossing salad, and today my head is scrambled eggs. And I want to explain that this is a cool joke for so many reasons <laughs> because Katie's from Seattle, and it's also about Fraser and eating ass and being confused." <laughs> It has everything. Eat your heart out, suckers. This podcast is funny. Rate us <laughs> right, five stars. Five stars for my Frasier joke. <laughs> Fraser eats ass ass. Eating. <laughs> You know he wouldn't, but his brother he would He would never. Oh my god, but that is mm-hmm. a different conversation that we could totally have because mm-hmm. Do you know that he's on um Real Housewives of oh what is it? Beverly Hills, like he was Frazier. Yeah, he was like married mm-hmm. to one of the gals on there for a while, oh, and then he like yeah. he like had his Broadway show, and he got like so horny that he like divorced his wife, and he he's like a scumbag for real, like. Yeah. But I think yeah. Frazier might eat ass like canonically oh, in okay, real yeah. life. Mm-hmm. In real life, but not in the show.
0: Okay. Well, that's going to keep me up at night, and I hate that <laughs> well, for
1: me. <laughs> you know, at least you're thinking about something besides Jeff Probst's penis, which we haven't talked about
0: for two weeks, and I just had to bring it up for nightmare fuel for the listeners. Thank you. Thank you. I actually got to introduce like, new people to that this week, and it was beautiful beautiful moment it was my boss anyway no i'm kidding (laughs) oh that humble
1: hog. okay
0: yeah so uh anyway blake continues to annoy me with a fake proposal but he does it anyway and she says yes i don't know i'm still struggling with coming to i'm happy for them yes but it was like i didn't i didn't feel what i was wanting to feel Mm -hmm. yeah When was the last time we felt... I
1: mean, I guess Taysha. Taysha was the last time we felt like, oh, that's actually Mm -hmm. magical. Mm
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, we cried. Yeah, that's pretty much it. It, Yeah.
1: So, Mm. um... mm. Yeah, so you made a note in here that you wanted to talk a little bit about Desiree's season, and I am not familiar with Desiree's season, Mm -hmm. so do you want to talk about that for a little bit?
0: Yeah, I think we've referenced it on some other things before, but basically the concept is in Desiree's season, she had a Greg of her own, and his name was Brooks, Mm -hmm. Um, and he left her crying on a palapa in some beautiful beach area. And, but he was not a turd. He was a little bit of a turd, but he just like, was like, sorry, I can't do this. The process is not working for me. And she was like, you were the one though. And he was like, I'm sorry, I still can't. And she was like devastated. She cried and she like fucking bawled her eyes out for like days on end. Mm-hmm. And then kind of got her shit together. And then she sent home the rest of the men and was kept one man, Chris, who she was like, I think this is the one. And he was there the whole time. And he was so sweet. And he was there the whole time. And then she goes through the last date and the the parental date and maybe even fantasy suites with just him, doesn't tell his ass, iconic, and then at the proposal thing... Right as he's about to get down on one knee, because they don't let you know. He didn't know if he was the winner or loser. He's still going forward with it. She stops him, and then he's, like, crushed. But then she just tells him, basically, like, you're the one. You've been the one. No one else has been here with us for, like, a week and a half. It was so fucking sweet. I have chills. Anyway, and all that is to say is this was a shadow of that, and yeah. um, but I was interested. Like we talked about last night, like did she ever tell Blake that he was the only one there? And I we never really got a confirmation. So one thing I was thinking about today in regards to that is, so remember, like
1: uh, I think maybe it was like Peter's season or something where we noticed there was mm-hmm. a difference where they weren't separating people anymore mm-hmm. in Final Four Mm mm-hmm um and they were yep it was in peter's yeah Mm -hmm. and they were all sort of like allowed to keep like talking to each other which like stewed you know like it made people crazier Mm -hmm. at the end like Mm -hmm. it was was for dramatic purposes Mm -hmm. so i think like blake had to have known Mm
0: -hmm. because like they're allowed to interact with each other still so like if they're doing if they're doing it that way you know in the previous time they wouldn't do that like, you know, years before. Right. So like Before Peter. But I think that they're still doing that because, you
1: know, they show those moments where, you know, Tasha comes in and, like, talks to them and they're like, True. oh, you know, great news for you. Uh, Greg is gone. Mm-hmm. Surprise. I mean, that's why he's not here right now, obviously. Um, so I think he had, to me, it feels like he probably knew. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That affects the way that, like, I think if he had known, then he wouldn't have maybe waffled as much, you know, because mm-hmm. he would have known, like, more secure. Um, And if he didn't know, then I could add to the like, nerves of it all. Mm -hmm. So eh, I mean, it's just two different experiences. Mm -hmm. Um, So I just thought that was interesting. And then I guess, you know, how do we feel we I guess we've already talked about how we feel about Blake now. I not for us. Good for her. I feel like. So I did warm up to Blake this
1: season. Yeah. I No, of course. You know, yes. I, I had mentioned it in the middle of the podcast, and I was like, I don't want to end our friendship, but I need <laughs> you to know that I'm starting to feel differently about Blake. And you were like, okay, I think I need you to take two weeks off of the podcast. And I was like, you know, I think that's, like, super fair. I believe in restorative justice, and I think I just need to do some, like, atonement for my feelings, um, and then I came back, and I I still felt the same. So <laughs> yeah, like he cool. he is definitely like not. He is not who I would choose for myself. I think it mm-hmm. works for Katie though.
0: No, for sure. I I have to I have to fully agree at this point. It does work. Mm-hmm. And he's and he's nice, and it's fine, and like he's like funny enough. Saw, you know, like we saw a nice dick
1: print. Oh my god, how did we not talk about that? I almost forgot. I know, forgot. I'm really glad. I. Yeah. The day that they woke up after the fantasy suites, he is walking her out. I think they're wearing, like, athleisure. His mm-hmm. dick. This is why, we, oh, this is why we talked about Jeff Propes last night. I was like, um, excuse me, hog. <laughs> like, <laughs> the imprint was, like, uh, like, I had Looney Tunes, like, awooga eyes for a second. Like, it was just, like, <laughs> alert, Hello you and andrew andrew was like and, dick. no literally andrew was like look at the dick <laughs> i'm like this is my partner for life like i i love this about him but it was like really weird that that was not like boxed out whatsoever because it was a very prominent um dick moment for this season good for you katie
0: yeah um so finally when we were at our weakest they bring Gregerson Grippo out to finish us. Italian clown, Greg Grippo. <laughs> Jersey boy sandwich, <laughs> Greg Grippo. Um, he proceeds to tell Tasha and Caitlin and us at home that he gave it his all. No. No. Um, that he hoped that they could be on the same page.
1: No.
0: Dude, no. She told you in the dark space that sh- you were it. Okay, that was the same page, um, and that he has no regrets and wouldn't change how he handled things, which
1: invalidates his previous two statements. And we're back to mm-hmm. Gre- Greg Grippo clown. What a name! I can't get over that. Greg Grippo. I know, it's pretty bad. It feels like a like a like a bad lawyer or
0: like a towing company
1: or something
0: have you fucking seen the (laughs) stories i've been posting of the bus there's a bus ad in town for like a realtor and his name is billy grippo and i want to shoot him (laughs) (laughs) this is no threat against
1: billy grippo if you're listening (laughs) you're
0: fine (laughs) you're fine billy uh um so, yeah, anyway, he's, like, he's just, he looks, he really, th- he came prepared to get a Bachelor edit. He came ready to be a wounded deer yeah. for all of us to go. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But then they ring the bell, and their girl Katie comes out ready. Um, <laughs> ding, ding, ding. Like, you're about ding, to get ding. your ass fucking beat, sir, and not in a cool, fun,
1: sexy way. <laughs> <laughs>
0: So I have to mention, she has a high ponytail, which is her little chef's kiss moment for this, because it's just perfect for when she's just, like, shaking her fucking head, like, mm mm Mm-mm. sir, no, no. That's so good. So she starts her eulogy to Greg about Greg. <laughs> um, there's some key moments. Um, it's just, it was really interesting. Wow. She says, it hurt, like, that you... Said that I never gave you validation. Um, I gave you the first impression rose. I gave you the first date. I gave you a second one-on-one first. I've given you many group date roses. She came with notes. Mm -hmm. Love it. (laughs) Um, She says, you know, something along the lines, if you loved me, you wouldn't have left after one awkward moment. Um, I think that you had no intention of ending up here at an engagement. I agree. Um, Agreed. Caitlin asks Katie if she wished she had said anything more during that breakup. And she says, no, I put everything out there for him. I was literally on my knees begging you, telling you how much validation I gave you, telling you everything. And you said to me when I was down on my knees that you deserved better. So, no, I have no regrets. And apparently neither does he. So. Mm, so, it's fine. Cause, and she also says that too. She's like, I, you said that you have no regrets. Like, everyone's standing and defending him. I'm like, she, she killed at every moment during, while being upset. She's like, cause maybe, maybe she would have been more, whatever, poised or whatever before she went on set, but she was in the back and she heard him say, I have no regrets mm-hmm. about what I did to her. So she's like, of course I'm going to come out and be like, okay, well, if you have no regrets, then I fucking have zero. Mm-hmm. Um, And then she says, you used me for exposure, dare I say, acting practice. (laughs) Oh my god. And then this laugh that he does.
1: Like, I saw that you had posted it on Instagram, but I was thinking this too. Like, he um, he does this, like, me? Acting? I could never. Like, just, like, some dumb actor shit. Like, really bad actor shit. And, like, there's, like, this meme going around of, like... Tobias Funke from Arrested (laughs) Development just being like actor like you know it's just like it's so bad like he like this laugh that he does is so so forced and so like I practiced my monologue and this is one of the things my acting coach told me to do if she reacts this way and like (laughs) it's just so weird because like it, his whole bit, like, we're gonna keep talking about it, but, like, overall, mm-hmm. his whole bit seems, like, so rehearsed. Like, this is mm-hmm. one of those moments where he practiced in the mirror so many times that he cannot deviate from the script anymore, mm-hmm. which is why when she, like, lays into him, he has, like, no defense for himself, and he's just sort of, like... He sort of, like, skips ahead to the part where he's like, well, this was the end of my speech, so I'll just do that now. <laughs>
0: Literally. So she says, dare I say, acting at my expense, it was pretty good, you know, until the end when you kind of fucked it up and you ran away. Mm-hmm. You could be an actor and want to be on the show. That's not a problem. I don't care. The problem is if you're acting with me. What I've been hearing is that Greg is not a shy guy. Um, that it was an act that he was doing this on the show. He's actually a very confident, cocky boy from Jersey who knows how hot shit he is. And, like, that's an act. And so paired with the rumors of you in acting school and all of this, I don't really know if I know the real Greg. And I feel like you're a liar and that you did not love me.
1: (laughs) Shit! Oh, my God. Here's the thing that I like about Katie so much. Like, this is... If I had... 10 minutes of time to go back to any ex and just say Mm -hmm. everything that I wanted to say about them. Like, for example, um, person who broke up with me, but only after I had taken him to all of his doctor's appointments because he didn't have a car and he had broken his ankle. Mm -hmm. Like, this is the kind of shit that that I would be like, I fucking remember what you did. Mm -hmm. I fucking remember, I will never forget it, and I'm just laying it out there now that I think you're a bad actor and a stupid piece
0: of shit. And, like... so this is what, like, yeah, this throws him completely, you know, because he didn't expect this part. No! And... Go ahead. So, I
1: was gonna say, like, I I don't think we've ever had, like, a bachelorette just be like, hey, uh, actually, you enormous fuckboy, like... I see fucking through what you did, and I'm not here to be civil. And I know you don't have a defense for what you did, and I think you're a fucking loser. And you treated me poorly. That's all. Goodbye.
0: Like good fucking luck. And here's the thing: you can you can dislike Katie for a lot of reasons. Totally. A lot of like our, like my online <laughs> anger, <laughs> Greg, has nothing to do with whether you like Katie. Mm-mm. Could give two fucks. In fact, most people do not like her for a lot of reasons that have nothing to do with this. Mm-hmm. Um, and that is fine. You, and whatever. But you have to admit, she is chronically online and girlfriend, has done something that most bachelorettes have never, ever done, which is just bring that part into the show. Mm -hmm. You know, she brought it into the show. And she found out all this stuff about him afterwards. It's all alleged or whatever. But it's like, you know... I mean, this tracks and like I, her experience of him, too. Yeah, and it exactly. So then she's putting it all together and being like, okay, you know how you have – that's the thing, right? You have a gut feeling about somebody, and you hide that gut. You push it down. You say, no, no, no. This is not true. I don't know. I don't know. And then somebody comes in with some other information that corroborates that, and you're like, oh, mm-hmm. cool. Like, my gut was actually, like, saying something, you know? So I wanted to bring that point into there, and I think you didn't expect the bachelorette. Who was very bacheloretty to bring the, the bring in the online world into the show? Like he didn't expect that, and I thought that was cool. And then also, there's two there's two Greg thoughts. One, he is an actor through and through. None of that was like you know he didn't love her. He wanted to be there for exposure to be the bachelor. All of that. And so all of the shitty things he did were just, like, shitty for the sake of being, like, a shitty per I don't even know. Or he's an immature, like, emotionally immature person who really needs, like, a lot of therapy. I guess he probably needs therapy either way.
1: <laughs> yeah, I think uh, truly two things
0: can be true.
1: Hello. Yeah, so I guess
0: it could be a little bit of both, but it's, like, kind of, like, it's almost, like, two different versions of it, right? Yeah. Like, she's kind of being, like, hey, I don't even think you fucking were here for the right reasons. Right. I think, like, I'm somewhere in the middle of that, where it's, like, probably mm-hmm. more the second thing,
1: and, like, also, like, just, uh, I don't know, like, the the whole, like, I think that you were here to, like, further your acting career, I think that's probably a little bit of, like, a stretch. Yeah, probably. But, like, yeah. I mean, he, it, it's one of those things where, like, he has this, like, it's almost like he, like, talked to, like, a PR person, or, like, somebody that's, like, you know, like he was like, How do I like make myself look good in this situation? And I think if he were just honest and was like, uh, I got scared and insecure and I backed out, that would have gone way better than, or than like whatever the fuck he did here. Yeah. So it's mm-hmm. just like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, poor, like, yeah. So, it, yeah, I, I, I would like to pat him on the head for a nice try, but he really got just like absolutely eviscerated here. This is like some, you know, like, I feel like Aunt Lindsay stepped in a little to help with this one.
0: Um, yeah, so, yeah, she helped to help write the notes. Oh, at yeah, home.
1: yeah. This was like a this was a Thurston family effort. I feel <laughs> deep in my heart, like the three just like witches around a cauldron, just like how do we destroy a man today? And I, for one, am thankful for what they did. Um, mm-hmm. And I'm saying this as a person who legitimately liked Greg for most of the season. Mm-hmm. I was. Wrong. I apologize. (laughs) Um, So Greg, after all of this, after this whole, like, you're a liar, you did not love me. He says, I'm sorry, honestly. Uh, Sorry. I'm sorry, honestly, if you felt like I was talking down to you. I got scared that you were using this terminology with me, and I felt like you were playing the bachelorette role with me instead of just being Katie. A relationship is a two-way street, and yes, I know you're the bachelorette, but that doesn't put you any higher on this relationship or me any lower and shut up. That's what I have to say about that. That was Yeah. That is something yeah. that you were worried about and that you perceived mm-hmm. you like and literally after getting the exact answer that you wanted, you left. So yeah. um like if you have to like throw a bit of a fit to get what you want and then you're like, well too late, um that sucks. Like,
0: then leave. You're probably not a great fit for each other. Yeah, Becca Martinez did a story and she caught a line where he said, if I was the one, you would have came after me. And and Becca was like, so it was manipulation. Like, you just admitted. Like, by that point, you were leaving to have her come get you. Like, that's not okay, you know? And, like, but she did, though?
1: She, like, but literally she did didn't. that? She did do yes. that. <laughs> <laughs> she's supposed to just like stalk you or like you can make your own choices and do what you want to do that's weird if she keeps following you around the fucking hotel trying to get you to stay and like how is that going to be a good relationship
0: and that was what was so painful about last week is watching her like literally on her knees like saying all that to him and then him being like i deserve better what, what? and i
1: mean like if so if he <sighs> felt weird about the power dynamic is he just like he's just trying to flip it then to where he has mm-hmm. more power in the situation like it's just gross like i mean like Yeah, I mean, like, if he was expecting her to come after him again, he just wanted more power in this situation,
0: which is a weird way to go about a successful relationship. Mm -hmm. And if we were to be not using uh, generous language, that would be manipulative. That is what we've been talking about online, the toxicness. Again, not subscribing it specifically to him. I do not know this man. But what we saw was a manipulation tactic Mm -hmm. to get more power. Yeah. You know? So it's just, that's that's what we're talking about when we're upset. Like, seeing people just being like, oh, it's fine. This is how the relationships are. And it's like. Oh, I hope not. I hope. I actually really hope not. And I know that it is. Because I've been there. Mm -hmm. And I've done that. I've been in those relationships. So, yeah. It's just. that It's real fun. That brings us to our next point. Yeah, the the next fun point.
1: (laughs) This is a segment that I would like to call, it's going to be probably an ongoing segment because she's Mm -hmm. coming back into our life. Um, This is a segment I would like to call, shut the fuck up, Demi. (laughs) Or stop drunk tweeting Demi. Or if you like Greg so much, just marry him, Demi. Um, Like, we were famously maybe on the wrong side of history when we got on board with the Demi train.
0: Well, we had no choice. We, it was
1: our only option.
0: We were two queers in a sea of heteros, and they threw her to us. Yeah, we had no other options. No, I mean there was. Then there's been other bisexual right. women on Jamie. We had Jamie on our podcast, but this show gave us no option.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um. So Demi tweeted a bunch of dumb shit last night that was like. Leave my boy Greg alone. Greg's a good person. Like, I've met Greg in real life, and he's, like, he's not an abuser. Um, Mm -hmm. And then there's just, like, this whole, like, I don't really – I try not to get into the discourse so much anymore because it's very bad for my mental health. There's this whole thing where it's just, like, yeah, actually people that do manipulative things or – have gaslighting tendencies and i again i'm not calling him specifically an abuser Mm -hmm. i do not know his relationships Mm -hmm. or this man nor do i want to but like when you're in those kinds of relationships it's really a lot of people outside of that relationship don't see you know the manipulation they're like charming people like charming people yeah um, charming people that's what makes it so hard to leave and what makes it so hard to get support from your friend circle um is
0: because which is case in point everything katie's getting so much hate Mm -hmm. yeah for saying something so um and then so she finished up this drunk tweet (laughs) session with you know like something along the lines of if she's happy with blake then why is she so mad oh my god can we
1: not hold multiple feelings at one time Can can I not be like fully happy and like engaged and still like hate talk about my exes every single day on this podcast?
0: Like, no, apparently not. And I fucking think she does the same. That's that was my, I mean, because a lot of alum had the same thoughts apparently. And I was like, the audacity, (laughs) the audacity.
1: (laughs) <laughs> Wait, who else thought this? Because I need to go mute them right now.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can't recall. There was a couple other not important ones, but um, but I also saw that sentiment just amongst the plebes, and they were just yeah. It's just like you can. Ha- it's so funny. It's just funny, right? Because like they people do that. Everyone does that. We all. I mean, do you not have any girlfriends that you literally talk shit about your exes? old, in very passionate ways while also in a relationship or totally happy as a single person or whatever the case may be. Literally. And, like, are you kidding me? Truly, if you were given a platform where you could
1: talk to your most recent ex and eviscerate him in front of the nation, you wouldn't do it. Fuck off. You absolutely would. You absolutely would. You absolutely would. So... That That has been my uh, segment of Dummy, Shut the Fuck up or Mary Gregg, and um, I'm unfollowing <laughs> you on Twitter.
0: Um, <laughs> uh, yeah don't don't worry about blocking us. full we'll on following yeah, you. I'm sorry uh. um,
1: so yeah, uh, they they slowly you know clean up all the blood from the floor of Greg dying. <laughs> they probably hired that like queer guy in the back that was so excited to be there. He's just like, yeah, I'll clean it up. No worries. No worries, bitch. And, yeah, she and and Blake are cute on stage together. Um, Yeah, they're happy.
0: There was a moment when he sat down, like, as soon as he came out, they hugged and kissed, and they went to go sit on the, the couch, and he says, you okay? It was so subtle, and it was just beautiful. And if anything, that's what did it for me. I was like, okay, I like the guy now. He checked in with her very briefly just to be like, hey, I know what you just did. Yeah. You okay? You good? And she's like, yeah, no, I'm good. Anyway, let's talk about our love. And I was like, yes, okay. I like that. I like that. I think, too, um, their
1: relationship uh, or, like, the, the, the show's ending kind of explains, like, how she's been so able to, like, joke around with, like, guys from her season. Like, Blake seems like a very, like, secure... Mm -hmm. um like and like he has like so many friends on the show like obviously she has friendships from the show too he just seems like he's like very like confident about where he's at with her and like confident that like you know it's she's just interacting with people in in whatever way it makes sense and I like good for them Mm -hmm. I think it's very good actually like I am you know, I, I think we, we always start the episode really harsh, and then the more we talk about it, I'm just, like, actually, like, feeling a little fuzzy. Yay. Like, that's good. Mm, that's
0: good. I, I I want to see the photos of them together. I want to, like, follow their love story. Mm-hmm. So I guess they did it to me. Yeah. Good job, Wow, y'all.
1: you got, like, t- wow. This is a, this is something I never thought that I would see. Like, Jenna Vesper kind of changed her mind about somebody. This, until
0: he does, until he does her dirty, is, then I will
1: be. <laughs> this is producer manipulation at its finest. I love, <laughs> I, do, I love to see it.
0: I do feel got by the producers. Oh my god! Happy for you. So, speaking of also getting got by the producers, we end with a beautiful paradise promo that's like three minutes long. Um, Little John is narrating it, and it's amazing. Little
1: John. <laughs> Okay, in case anyone was wasn't aware, uh we're two whites. <laughs> Little John
0: is inside joke from our Patreon episode. <laughs> <with Andrew. laughs> and I totally anyway. Love that. So he's narrating it and he's like it's been 2 years, which is like fucking wild. So weird. Um, this is why we've been so unhappy. Yeah, truly. It's going to be hotter, better than ever, blah blah. blah. We get. Bunch of quick shots. We get Ivan in a shower. Tiny Head is there. And he is big mad. Grocery store Joe is there with Serena for Mad Season. Kendall comes back to fuck all that up. Wow. Becca Kufrin is here for some reason. and She wants to replace the Garrett stank that was still on her. Good for her. Demi is there. <sighs> and I hate that for us and all the people there. Clearly, she's a paid heel. That's a wrestling term, I think. <laughs> Abigail is with Noah. What? What? and worst of all mama mia is there wow wow
1: i i've forgotten about that part um i think that my brain was trying to protect me for today so i could just get through it you know i like i really i thought that like you know we would make our our fun joke about demi and just like oh you know the worst and then and then you mentioned mama mia and um I wonder if we're ever going to come to, you know, a healing place with her. Mm -hmm. I think she's, like, the last one where we're just like, "Mm." Mm hmm. (laughs) Much to be resolved, and it will never (laughs) happen.
0: (laughs) It will never happen. Um, Unless we want to get lawyers involved. No. um. Just kidding. Just kidding. We're not that Um, important. No, we're not. Um, But, yeah, anyway, we're going to be using that name for her. A while. And And if you don't know what we're talking about. I guess DM me, but I have a feeling if you listen to the end of the podcast, you know us well I enough. I feel like
1: if you look at the cast of thirty thousand people that are on Paradise this season, you'll be able to figure out who Mama Mia is. Um, but also, David Spade is there, so um, I love me a sh- <laughs> nice. uh, short king. He can join that other guy that's short that was standing on his tiptoes in the Paradise picture. Um, yeah, we we also have Victoria there, which it, oh yeah, I think is. It, it must be named. Um, mm-hmm. I'm very curious to see what goes on there.
0: I bet we'll have a... I bet we'll end up liking her or something.
1: Who knows? I don't know. Don't, we'll see. Don't even pitch a redemption arc <laughs> for Victoria. <laughs> but actually, I'm really into it. So keep going. Yeah. Um, but yeah. that That's it. That ends the season. And now... We're doing A Couple of Months of Paradise, mm-hmm. and then we're doing Michelle, and Caitlin and Tasha are back. Yes! Um, so can't wait to be wrong about a whole new crop of people. It's going to be
0: wonderful! I am so excited. Um, that's Yeah, that's kind of it. I mean, um, thank you all for getting through this season with us uh it's been worth it because of you Mm -hmm. and because of all the fun dms and all the love and the support um yeah (laughs) now we gotta have fun with paradise and just as a heads
1: up uh
0: Mm -hmm. our
1: recording schedule might change a little bit uh Mm -hmm. starting god does it start next week Okay, I'm realizing Mm -hmm. this in real time, and it's not good for my mental health. Um, (laughs) But our recording schedule might change just depending on, you know, release dates and stuff. But we will be communicative on Instagram, Mm -hmm. and we'll just keep going from there. No breaks.
0: Cool. (laughs) Yeah. Fucking sick. (laughs) So cool. It's really worth it and fun. I love it. I love it it. (laughs) Alright before we have An actual
1: like uh, Lapse in reality I think we should wrap up Mm -hmm. Thank you guys for listening We'll see you next week Love you you. Bye.
0: Bye. Thank you for listening to Date Card Pod Make sure you're following us on Instagram At Date Card Pod And follow your hosts at Jenna with a smile And at Drunk Feminist Date Card Pod is produced by Andrew Olson You can follow him on Instagram at Androne Our music is by Jet Overly. Follow and support him on Instagram at JettyBoyJames.
1: And our logo design is by Michaela Jane. You can find her work at michaelajane.com and on Instagram at Michaela Jane. Drop a review on
0: iTunes if you're nasty like that. bye. Bye! Hello, and welcome to the ad for Afternoonified, the ad where we try to convince you to listen to our show. I'm Sarah. And I'm Emily. We hope you like mummies, weird religions, cheese, historical figures' dicks, religion, and, like, a lot of other stuff. Did it work? Are you going to listen? Emily, they can't hear
1: you. They're, like, pressing the skip button right now.
0: Oh. Oh.